Hey, all right, all right, all right. Welcome, welcome to Gut and Six Podcast. How's it going? What's up, friends, families, all you awesome people out there in the worldwide world webs tuning in? Thanks for uh, thanks for clicking. This is Gut and Sync Podcast. I'm RJ. I'm the voice behind the podcast. Um, Sitting next to me, co-pilot here, is Rose. Say hello, Rose. Yep, that's pretty much all she does. Um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, it, Rose is, is my new adopted um, shelter dog, right? Shelter dog with a lot of quirky, interesting features, right? I tell you, when you, when you go, you know, when, when you're going out shopping... I guess not really. It's not really a good word. Shopping to help save an animal, <laughs> but when you're making the decision, right, to adopt or buy a tiny little puppy, right, it's a big decision. Um, you know, uh, you don't know what you're gonna get. You don't know what what situations the dog has been through. Uh, prior to coming to you, right? You don't know what conditions, what they're forced to do, what they were taught. Um, so that's where we're at right now. We're just hanging out. Gut Instincts podcast. We're questioning everything, and. <clears throat> Yeah, we're hanging out with uh, with Rose, and um, she's she's seems to be angry at me for not giving her human food, but um, teaching her that human food is a treat, right? Um, you know, a lot of people explain to me that there's a dominance thing when you first get a pet, um, and then you have to make sure that you follow the instructions or rules or sort of uh, pave the way for a positive reaction between the two of you or or reaction from the the pet right because I mean I notice a lot of pet owners have like sort of crazy pets and then others have these very proper pets and um, yeah. so we all know the pet is a reflection of the owner right so yeah, that's kind of why I've been nuts the last couple weeks here, uh, going crazy, because I've introduced a shelter dog into my life who likes to run around and jump on things and um, just get uh, get pretty intense. So she's a little... Um, Pimple mix. They don't really know what else, but um, she's on the smaller end of things, which is awesome, but still large enough where spooning is a possibility. In that you know, laying next to a dog and just uh, chilling, right? Any of you have cats know what it's like, but just on like a mini mini series version, right? You just have the cat just sit on your your stomach or. And massage, whatever it does. I almost got a cat. Almost got a cat. Um, 
but I decided to not get a cat, uh, or at least right now, um, I don't know. I mean, I know they're less work, but uh, they're less personal, and I guess part of me likes that, right? The Aquarius in me likes that, the loner in me likes that, but then part of me wants to shift that. That's the whole point of sort of embracing, um, embracing your true self and pushing it out there. And right, Rose? Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, she's doing a lot better, but she's still learning. So, that being said, I hope you got your, uh, your joint rolled or your bowl packed. And um, this is, if you haven't tuned in, it's good in some podcast, blah, 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 right? Happy end of February, February. If you, if you, wait, if you didn't know, I'm an Aquarius. I said that, right? That was my birthday this, day of birth, this year. It's been really interesting. I was, yeah, it's been fun. Let's put it that way. But uh, the theme of this podcast, if you haven't noticed already, is, you know, you join me in a toke. Uh, sometimes I have a joint. Sometimes I have a bowl. Sometimes, um, right? Sometimes I have a bong. I don't know. Uh, at the moment, I don't. But because my bowl broke. But that's besides the point. Um, you know, it's just... It, it just I'm here to bring light to the situation, and, and if you aren't a smoker, then you can just tune in, and you can hang out with us, and you can just know that other people are, are, are smoking up for you, uh, and if you are, then how great is that to just light up with me? Here we go, Gut Instinct Podcast, buzzing, put on your seatbelts, I'm just kidding, if you're driving, you should already have your seatbelt on, if you're laying in bed, I don't know, just lay in bed, or do yoga, do a handstand. Or not. I've been getting better at that lately. Alright, here we go! Alright, alright, alright. Welcome to Gut Instincts Podcast. I'm RJ. We just lit up some organic medicine. And we're going to talk about that, just that today, medicine. Well, we're going to actually talk about diet today because um, we've got some interesting subjects to cover as we've already sort of uh, breezed through some. Um, but food is one that's a little more interesting than others um, because food, you know, most people will tell you that you are what you eat. That's a pl pretty clear indication of um, the fact that you need to eat better, or you need to eat uh, well, a good diet, a wholesome diet, not better. That's sort of judgment right there. Just uh, a whole foods diet. Lots of plants, lots of vegetables, lots of fruits, um, nuts and seeds. <clears throat> and, um, and then, of course, the uh, wonderful, wonderful beneficial fats, all right, in the form of healthy healthy fats, uh, you know, avocado oil, um, tallow, lard, uh, ghee, um, 
all these are really, really beneficial fats. Now, you're sitting there, if you, if you haven't done any sort of, um, you know, paleo-ish research or, uh, or, um, well, I'm, I'm, I'm dropping the ball on the name here, um, but there's like a foundation or sort of a project that's been going on. <laughs> Who talks about this? The benefits of, of, um, Honestly, the fats over the meats it is one interesting thing that I'd like to, you know, touch up on is like, it almost seems as though the fat, animal fats, right, are more useful to us um, than the actual meat itself, right? That includes like the marrow, that includes the liver, that includes the, um, because this stuff is all fatty, fatty. Uh, or muscly, um, you know, what, because we have to remember, we're all different, and, um, I'm, I'm definitely coming to the conclusion that we're all so different in the sense that, like, we, we have to sort of look at how, where our ancestors, or maybe sort of just follow our very short history back, right, and I, I just mean, <clears throat> whether you're from the Mediterranean or, you know, from the Southern Hemisphere, from the, um, you know, from the tropic area, your your family, that sort of thing. Um, I think this makes a big difference. I think it makes a huge difference in, in the sense that uh, it sort of shaped our microbial gut that would be passed through our, uh, our families, right? Sorry, I'm get I'm letting the other one get in a, uh, get in a blanket, right? It, she's, like I said, she's angry because I'm not giving her, uh, human food when I give her a little taste of some, that's all it took for her to, uh, realize that what was coming out of the five-foot area that I was in for a lengthy period of time is is actually edible. Right? I think that's the problem. It's like you get this stuff for so long and then you realize that uh, what the person's doing over there is creating something that's just tenfold better and, uh, yeah, makes you a lot happier. But... I'll be feeding her the good stuff, don't worry. Um, including fat, this is actually a, another interesting thing that I've been doing is basically what we're going to do is mix uh, either a little bit of olive oil or tallow or ghee, depending on uh, the day and the situation that's going down, um, or the week, I should say, sort of as a treat. I think it's going to be today, it's going to be Friday, it's going to be happy Friday, so we'll get off at a good start, you know. We'll get you off at a good start if you're ending the work week. Uh, good, good job trucking it along. And you know what? If you're if you're thinking to yourself, "Well, I could not, I would not want to work a work week. I'd rather not." Then use this time to be like, "Okay, let me do. Let me figure out one thing I can do this weekend to get closer to that uh, that opportunity to not work right the Monday through Monday through Friday because it takes some time. And everyone has their own thing, right? Whether you're 
someone who's working at home, whether you're a stay-at-home mom, whether because that is a job, right? It, because I'm I'm a big proponent about uh, being part of your child's life or sort of just showing them the way. Um, you know, just being interactive. That's all. Uh, and uh, and I know some people love it, and some people don't. Some people love just having that. Here it is. These are the blocks of the days that I don't. You know, that I'm away from reality, and uh, I can. Hey, you can listen to listen to me, right? Listen to RJ rants and his rants and rants. Uh, um, you know, and uh, try to learn. That's that's my favorite thing to do is podcasts and documentaries to learn while I'm uh, killing time because that's what I used to do in the office. I used to sit there in the office and I used to uh, wonder why I was in an office. Uh, sort of realized that, um, you know, this is before I realized you create your own reality. But, it, you know, in a sense you do. It's like, uh, it, but you can change it. And that's that's what you do. You just figure out your steps and uh, what you could do to change it. I'm going a little off subject. Anyways. Back to the fats. Back to the diet or whatever you want to call it. Way of life. Um, <clears throat> I think everyone should be utilizing plants as, as medicine in the form of just feeling your body out, right? If you feel like you're low in certain vitamins, you want to eat certain plants, let your body tell you, um, you know, you don't have to act like you know your A, B, K's and D's and C's and whatever, right? Because I'll tell you, I don't, unless I have the book laid out in front of me, it's like I, I only know specific situations of, of me, right? I'm anemic, so I know, like, I know where the B, B vitamins come from, where I can get them, where I can't, what, what things I need to ingest to sort of find the specific ones, you know, I, diet is a tricky situation because what you want to do is you want to give up on trying something and you just want to buy a book or just go pick up a book that's a nutritional book. Um, one that's non-biased, so not like a specific... Um, you know, you can get one towards specific diets, but read it in the sense that your mind is opened, right? That's what I did. That's what I did with Alex Hunger's uh um clean, clean, clean gut. Um those are absolutely wonderful books I'd recommend. Um Breaking the Vicious Cycle uh is also one you could you could look up. Um so yeah, I mean it's really based on how you feel and basically what, you know, I grew up with pastas and, you know, not a ton of rice, but mostly pastas and breads. I love breads and I eat tons of breads. And uh, and then, of course, you're normal, just like uh, your cereals and as I got older, it's more sugary foods and and such, right? So... Basically, it's like your your gut bacteria, your microbes is what is what determines all of this, right? I don't care. We can go all day and say, well, no, the mind controls the DNA, right? Via epigenetics, right? Which we still know 
barely anything up, right? So anybody who's sitting there and going to try to use that as a rebuttal, right, to this next incoming situation, uh, I'd like to just tell you that we are in the ridiculous infancy in the in the sense that uh, even the knowledge that they do know, they've kept from us or, you know, it's soon to be revealed, right? So we know that the mind controls the body, but but in a sense, it's it's sort of in unison. You can't just say one controls the other because we are on a physical uh, realm and we're experiencing that as we're experiencing the spiritual realm, right? But the physical, if you, you know, I've heard the 9 out of 10 gut microbes that exist within the gut, right, is bacteria, okay? Literally, you're 90% non-human, um, which includes DNA, so remember that. And if any of you uh, follow my Instagram, if you don't follow my Instagram, you should definitely uh, be a friend. Um, you know, that's that's what they are. That's what you guys are. Y'all are friends. But I, uh, I talked about the interesting concepts of, <clears throat> of DNA and of... Uh, of the, the, um, plasmids, the plasmids, so the plasmids of a, of a cell are, like, open, free-range DNA, right, it, it, it's codable, it's malleable, it's movable, it's pullable, like, it's, it's destroyable, yeah, it's, so it's like, you know, it's like the, the instruction, it's like the, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say the code of a computer, but it's like the memory, maybe, or the, the, the reader, like the, the mechanism, some coder out there was like, no, it's like this shit, yet, we don't even know, listen, I did coding for about six months to a year, and got to the point where I was falling asleep, right, and I'm coding in my sleep. <laughs> I'm even coding good websites, okay? Because I don't know how to code good websites. I'm just coding blocks, and I'm coding fucking these absurd. <laughs> Listen, anyone who's a web designer out there, contact me. I got a couple great ideas for some some high quality websites that are gonna be part of a future. Um, we're just not ready yet for it. So maybe it's you. Maybe it's you're supposed to work with me. Anyways. Back to the plasmids. You have to realize that these plasmids exist within your body, so they're able to accept instructions, right? Whether that's from the mind via our, day, our DNA, right? Or via instructed DNA, which is the altered situation we call GMOs. Yes, that's right. GMOs, genetically modified organisms. I don't mean to yawn. I mean, I'm not yawning because I'm tired. By all means, guys. Um, I think just because there's so much information sometimes piling throughout my mind, it's, like, exhausting. <laughs> Does that make sense? All right. What, what we have to realize is through the genetically modified organisms, 
it's not the normal hybrid splicing that you may associate it with. You may say, oh, well, RJ, you know, broccoli, cauliflower, right, Brussels sprout, those are all brassica families. Those are all, are those GMOs, right? Those are just, well, those are technically hybrids, right? Or maybe a little, those are a little worse than hybrids, but hybrid is like you take one and two plants, you cross them, or the same plants, cross them for specific traits, right? There's also the higher aspect of hybrid, which is done genetically, which they do actually off-site, right, in a lab, and then they create these seeds that are hybrid that come out that don't reproduce, but they, they cause. Okay, so you can say, well, what's, what's wrong with that? Okay, here's what's wrong with that. If you're splicing in the DNA from a fish, right, that doesn't, that, that, that's something, the, the, the protein in its blood that doesn't let it freeze, okay? There's a specific protein that lives within its blood so the fish can swim down as it gets cold and still be cold and it still, and it won't freeze. Are they cold-blooded? No, I don't know. Uh... So they take that that protein, splice it into a plant, and see if it grows, and hope for the best. And you know, I don't know, maybe fr Frankenfish, Frankenfish plants showed up. I don't know. I'm not. Well, again, you're not the one with the lab coat, and I, neither am I. And uh, those people, you know, it'd be nice if if we if they started to shift and, and open up because we need to know this stuff. <clears throat> it's not a game. And remember, all these people don't eat this food, too. Like, for generations, their families have told them to never touch this food. So, so it's like if you're inadvertently living in the Western culture or even in... I mean, obviously, it's in other countries, it's a lot less, but it all it takes is the U.S. economy to sort of stranglehold another country, and you get flooded with this, this stuff, you know? Like, Coke, all, this, all the sodas, all that stuff, as all GMO, GMO... GMO sugar, it's GMO wheat, anything processed. I don't want to go on a rant about that, right? But I just want you to wrap the mind around the difference between, you know, my uh, my friend Farber Doug uh, out there crossing two separate species of plants, you know, or shaking up the pollen that summer, collecting the leaves and getting a really interesting plant the next season, uh that he may or may not like versus splicing, you know, an antifreeze uh, genetic protein or, you know, or, or, a, or a translucent protein from the, um, from the jellyfish. Remember, this is all like, oh, so it doesn't freeze. Like it's, oh, so it's, so they can, so they can go out there, they can grow something, go in below freezing, right? This is the concept. I don't know if this is truly what's happening or if it's working, but I know it's it's there. Uh, and it's, so it doesn't freeze, so it doesn't frost. So just think about that. So the, again, it just goes. It goes the same concept with like the meat that's being sold that they spray um, with the chemical, you know, to stop the oxidation of the blood or something to to keep it red. So you don't know what's up. You don't know what's going on. Um, that's a different subject as well. I don't want to talk about that because there's this whole podcast about dry age, 
dried steaks and grass-fed meats that I'm going to talk to you about. That it's pretty exciting, so get ready, you know, get stoked for that. <clears throat> um, I recently... Uh, I recently slowly have been adding local grass-fed meats. And I mean slowly, my friends. I'm telling you, I ate... And, I, and again, I'm not saying, it, like, I ate it and, and I was doing cartwheels. Um, you know, it's more of a physical, lower vibrational frequency uh, food. Well, that's exactly what it is. So I'm utilizing it where when I feel that really vulnerable, lower density, uh, caveman feeling, but... Um, I don't know, like, ready to rip in. To some delightful meat uh, flesh, and um, and it sound you know and I, I for a while there I was trying to do the conscious thing which is like not eat not kill any thing based on the the fact that they're all spirits but you but see I've realized that to me it's more and it maybe even more important to you otherwise that's fine that's and if you are a vegan vegetarian whatever. I applaud you. I like, and it's because of you and your, you know, your your energy that it's waking up such so many people, and it, and it gives them the opportunity to choose or to feel their body out because we may or may not know that we've been reacting to meat and we should be eating meats, or uh, we're reacting to specific fruits uh, or specific vegetables or or fish, uh, shellfish because we're you know that sort of thing. I know, uh, you know, sure, you can, if it's, if, if it resonates with you, abstain from everything, you know, eat grass and, and plants and pull the nuts off the seeds, uh, off the tree and eat that and eat some bark if you like, go ahead, you know, that's completely good, I'm, I'm fine, I did a little bit of raw, raw, actually I still, see here, okay, here's, I pick Pick a little bit for everything. Pick a little bit from everything. This is why, this is why this podcast is the way it is, and I'm sort of up, down, left, and right with you, because I couldn't tell you what my diet is. I couldn't tell you, couldn't explain it to you, because number one, it's shifting all the time, right? It's changing all the time depending on how I feel. If I feel like I'm low on vitamin C, if I feel like I'm um, low on certain types of cholesterol, uh, you know. Um, yeah, LDLs and LDH. I mean, there's there's so much to it, um, and I still don't know. But but what I do know is mostly veggies, right? Lightly cooked, if not, you know, lots of raws too. Not not like that's it, you know. Uh, <clears throat> nuts and seeds, uh, limited, not too much, but uh, soaked. Always soaked, always organic. Animal fats and 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 and, f- and plant fats, right? Doing some some ghee. Some ghee is absolutely amazing. It's warming. Lots of water. I'm actually gonna grab the water right now. How we doing? Hope you're feeling good. Hope you're doing good. Thanks for hanging out. With uh, Rose and I, and uh, and um, thanks for talking about diet and the crazy aspects of it here at Good Instincts Podcast. So, 
I don't know if you finished your J or not, but I'm still this bowl is for me, man. Gal, man. Alright. So Why are healthy fats so important, you're thinking? Why are healthy fats so important? Basically, fats are the transporter of all the goodies. Um, I'm not going to pretend I know all the ins and outs. Again, I just know what I know. And it's like the carriers of most vitamins minerals are fats. They're not water-soluble at all. The ones that are water-soluble need water. So you need to be drinking lots of water. Lots and lots and lots of good, pure water. Um... Give it a um, <clears throat> a prayer, too. Uh, no, you don't have to get on your knees and... Ah, right? <laughs> Just uh, grab it in your hand. Make sure it's in glass. Use both hands. Wrap your fingers around it. And say something like this. Thank you um, for this abundant water and this beautiful structure of life that's going to go in and replenish my cells and completely... Um, filter out toxins and replace them with vibrant love and light and um thank you and that's it that's it see that's all that's it you did that in a cup and now we're gonna take this water together mm. <laughs> and if you and if you can truly say that it doesn't taste different keep doing it keep practicing because it just means your intent is not strong enough it's like sour it's like when i make sauerkraut that doesn't come out right don't do note to self don't do sauerkraut when you're angry or when you're lower vibrate or or just like to get it done to get that freaking five pound big ass beautiful ass <laughs> cabbage that's sitting taking all your damn room in your fridge and you just want to get rid of it don't do it like that, right? Do it because you're excited to you say, oh, I got a jar that's going to go to my friend. It's going to go. I'm going to do it with some mustard seed this time, which I think I might have done mustard seed last time. So I think I'm just going to do salt this time. I'll tell you, my friends, just salt and cabbage, baby, and your love. <sighs> there are, like, a couple handfuls of things that I love in this life. And one of them, one of them is cabbage sauerkraut made with lots of love. Yep. So, <clears throat> try it out if you haven't. I've been pretty much getting down a jar a week. Yep, 32-ounce jar a week of sauerkraut. Shout out to my homies at Freedom Food Farms in Massachusetts if you are... Uh, yeah, so, you know, that's, you have to just find your, your, your good farms that don't use pesticides and chemicals. See, that's my biggest thing. Synthetic fertilizers, pesticides and chemicals. Why? Oh, boy. That's another podcast. But basically, synthetic fertilizers, if you're feeding them to the plants, you're essentially getting synthetic nutrients. Um, you know, not the worst, but not the greatest. <laughs> uh... Pesticides, chemicals, gosh, you should, you should know how terrible that is. Come on. It just, just plain and simple, spraying food is foolish. And I know we've been doing it, and I know we've been taught even it's okay. And I know you can still 
talk to people and they say, no, 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 the levels, levels, levels are way low, way low. No, no, forget it, man. For Just drop all that. Drop all of that. These people have been either paid off long, long ago, before you and I were alive, before you and I even conceived this shit. Remember, I am, you know, the organic... Okay, here's, here's in perspective. The organic movement has been corrupted since before I even was into organic. Like, which blew my mind when I got into, like, kind of the scene, or when I started learning about the natural foods, uh, and that, like, you just buy food other than, at places other than, like, Target or, you know, or Stop and Shop or Shaw's, um... It really tripped me out that, 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 you know, because, and what does that mean? Well, basically, here's what it means. Here's what it means. Here's what it means. Sorry, triple threat on that one. It, we have these large companies that are doing these, these practices, whatever, right? We have, some of them are spraying a ton. Some of them aren't. Remember, this varies. This varies across the board. And, and, and interestingly enough, like a lot, some of these large companies, they get them wherever they can get them. How that works is, like, you don't have... Okay, it's not like a company. It's not like a big building in Mexico, right? It's got, like, these people who are looking out for, you know, everyone's rights. If you got, like, a complaint, you can go to get HR, like... Hello? Janet? 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 Yeah, I have a complaint. Uh... <laughs> Rose is looking at me like, what are you doing? She's still, she's still very timid. Every knock, every, like, weird um, situation that happens. Uh, yeah. I'm going to give her a nice sweet potato today. She doesn't even know right now. She's looking at me, like, pissed. Because, like I said, she was to the point where she's begging for other food. And, and I'm feeding her the, you know, the best grain-free grain, grain uh, <clears throat> most badass food I can get, you know. So she's got to learn um, that it's sort of a treat. That's the whole Dominus thing. We'll get, we'll talk about that later. I'll let you know how that's going later. <clears throat> Some of you like, I don't know. Uh, anyways, what was I getting at? Yeah, I was getting at Janet. Janet, hello. Yeah, no, there's nobody there. There's nobody there. You can knock all you want, right? Pepe, Pepe is gone. Pepe doesn't exist. It's a conspiracy, you guys. It's a conspiracy. Okay. <laughs> there, I, I guarantee you probably about a couple of you laughed at that. Or maybe no one did. Anyways, some of you got that. Um, so so these, these large companies are actually, like, they have these hubs, but these hubs are run by, like, obviously people who are sort of paid off in a sense, and uh, regulation is dreadful. And, for example, like the berries that come from Mexico, you know, those guys are getting paid 5 7 $7 a day, $8 a day. Yeah, you thought I was going to say hour. No, a day. Um, <clears throat> U.S. It should be U.S. if it's pesos, and it's obviously worse. But that's uh, about U.S. So if you think about how, how sad and absurd that is... Um, you know, and then you got fathers that are busting 
doing everything that they can through just throughout the season, three months, and sending all that money back to their family just to feed, you know, whatever children. And then, of course, some children are going to these farms with them. So then you get this overlap of child labor, <clears throat> child slave labor, which supposedly doesn't exist, but it does. Because think about it, if your mom has two children and one's about five or one's about eight, you know, or, or younger or whatever, you don't have, they don't have daycare. They don't have... You know, if you're if you're not lucky, and you don't have a sibling that's old enough to watch over her, right? At, at your at your home, or uh, or you just can't because it's not safe, right? Why would you you think about it? If both both parents have to leave, it's just not safe. And I mean, you could say it's not safe everywhere, but okay, you just have to think of just the circumstance. They don't even have the opportunity, so it's like either you bring your child with you, which is pretty much as safe as you can. Or, uh, which some people do, uh, lock them in rooms, you know, till you come back. And, uh, which could be dreadful and sad and depressing too. Um, you know, and then the, when they go to inspect these places, they just say, oh, well, you had to tell us prior the day before. Uh, you know, you tell them the day before, okay, you know, Veronica, don't bring your child to work. And that's it. And that's it. And then they... We go on and on, and we get, um, we go and we grab that jalapeno pepper off that store, um, shelf that we think is organic and awesome, but in reality, um, it's not organic because it's the labels, uh, they just switched over the chemicals if they, if they needed to, and if they didn't, if they didn't have the means to, they made, they paid lobbyists to legalize the chemicals. That's all it was. That's all. So, um, same thing with glyphosate. I mean, it, same thing with the, the most poisonous, cancerous poison toxin is still being, still being sprayed right now. Uh, I mean, we've still got trans fats, which they know how are, they already know how deadly they are and they're still, they have till 2018, they have till next year. I mean, they gave these people years Think about that for a second. Like, you found out that the group of people are poisoning you, and it was done on. I mean, you can say it's done on purpose or not. It's done on based off of different motives that aren't for the benefit of us, right? But then, of course, nobody's going to take responsibility. Okay, that's fine. You don't want to take responsibility, but then on top of it, you get you give these companies years to cha either change or find out a way to keep going like right find okay now we, we just find a different chemical or you know this this is what happened so i kind of got off tangent there but basically what i mean to say is like even though i'm i go and if i go and purchase a berries from another country I don't necessarily know that the organic wasn't sprayed at all. But I can tell you this, I, I know by look, feel, and taste which ones are and aren't. Um, and that's why I, I want you to do that. I want you to look next time. Look at the strawberries, look at the blueberries, blackberries. You can just tell um, if they were sprayed or they weren't sprayed. Um, size, look, texture, and taste. Um, I was so glad to hear... Well, not glad to hear, but it's good to hear, like, um, somebody who brings up something that you've been saying for a while, and nobody's kind of been saying, um, 
my sister, she 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 told me that uh, she agrees a hundred percent. Like the, the, there are there are fruits. Like for me, it's 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 your papaya. It's your uh, peach. It's almost every stone fruit. It's fucking disgusting. And I love peaches. Peaches are literally my favorite. Um, but if you spray it because of the the delicate skin, uh, it, it seeps right through the skin and soaks into the meat, um, into the flesh. And next time you get a, you know, as we come about the summer, I want you to get some stone fruit next time um, and, and sort of open it up. Take a look. Slice, right? You know what a nice uh, flesh of a peach is supposed to be. It's nice and vibrant, you know, sort of gooey and sweet and kind of mushes in your mouth a little bit. Now, this, uh, these peaches are harder. They're foamier, right? This is the first thing my sister said. She said, it tastes like, like foam and like chemicals. <laughs> I'm like, I couldn't. I was like, I was ready to get down on my, my knees like... Thank you, because I'm telling you, just keep an eye out. Um, I almost got grapes this... I know I shouldn't. I I try to stay as in season, right? Uh, if you've listened to me, uh, I'm a big proponent in that uh, in season local. That's that's me, right? In season local, and then and then whatever feels good with you, whatever feels right in your in your belly, right? So like for me, grains are no good. Grains are no good, which is like wheats. Uh, you know, so I do some start, not really, right now I'm not doing any, but who knows, maybe some, some rice at some point, but what it comes down to is the grains and the starches, long chain sugars, uh, get broken down, take a lot longer to digest, uh, need a lot of different enzymes to digest them, um. I believe I don't think I have the the right bacteria or enzymes or whatever. Um, again, I don't even think we have the. I don't even think we're there yet as far as technology. Um, I'm I'm reaching out right now to the gut microbiome uh, research um, program that they're doing out out up in Boston, and um, you know because I want to be part of that, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna figure it out right because like I said it's gut microbes. Then you're sitting there, but what does that have? Okay, remember, all of the food that you eat is a gut microbe. Just see it as a big ball of gut microbes. Um, it just, they're all different, right? So your apple is like more fiber, so it's gonna, it's gonna fill you up, get down to the, your colon, and it's gonna feed that bacteria, right? And it also has the simple sugars, so it'll feed your, your, your happy-go-luckies in your lower intestines. Um, a lot of your Bad. I don't want to say bad, but a lot of the deadlier um, bacteria is in your lower colon, right? I've got a lot of all my Crohn's. We'll talk about that another time. It's all perianal, right? So it's all ain't. Yeah, it's all anus problems, guys. Famous anus problems. <laughs> it's all. It's all like uh, bathroom. My bathroom is essentially my office. Um, you know, lots of problems I, I've had. Um, and, and remember it, and it seems to always correlate with, with the food density, like what it is, what it's constructed of, what it's made of, right? So, um, process versus holes, uh, and then you think, well, yeah, so you eat a lot of raw and a lot of veg, uh, fruits. No, 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 because fruits give you the energy 
the quick energy, right? The quick energy that you need. But it de it depletes quick. Like, it's fast. It's, okay, you're ready to rock. But I couldn't, you know, I couldn't put three hours into building a house or, you know, or doing construction work or something with just the fruits, right? And and then, of course, you've got veggies and nuts, which are wonderful, right? Lots of fats and lots of, lots of good stuff. Um, but again, um, they digest quickly. So it's like um, if you're someone like myself and sometimes you don't even eat all morning. Sometimes all you drink is water. That's it. All morning. And I have a snack for lunch. And you know what a snack is? A half a banana. Right? And then a handful of, like, nuts and seeds. And then, and then, and then, and then finally food around three or four o'clock, maybe, you know, one meal. So this is, this, this can happen, right? And then, and then if I'm put out, forget it. It's like, it, you won't eat. Sometimes I can go all day and it's to the point where I don't even have an appetite because of pain, because of, you know, bowel move, because of, you know, the in and out of the bathroom, having diarrhea and like sharp pains and it's like acid and what, I mean, we'll talk about that another time, but... When you don't have the reserves in your body, you have to be very vigilant as to what your intake is. So then you're thinking, oh, okay, so you're saying all of the complex carbs, are they... So they're not bad for you, right? Nothing's ever bad, but that stuff, because of the fact that it only breaks down a certain amount and it gets down to your lower colon, your body needs to basically say, okay, here's the shit, makes you shit, and then it says the rest of the stuff, rest of the stuff, we're turning into um, triglycerides. Triglycerides are the stored fats, stored fats on your body. Um, that's why I don't really have much stored fat in my body because my complex carbohydrate intake is pretty low. So when people come at me and they say, oh, you, of course you eat carbs, Car carbs are in everything. Oh. Yes, but... We have to step out of the simple-minded box and open ourselves up to the, um, the idea that you can consume a very small amount. Let's say the, the wonderful pancake breakfast, right? Chocolate, the elusive chocolate chip pancake breakfast. That was actually one of my favorites. Uh, before that was like the chocolate chip muffin. I'm a big chocolate chip guy. Honestly, I still eat cacao all day. <laughs> that is not a lie, my friends. Chocolate is wonderful. There's all sorts of uh, benefits to it, and it also releases endorphins and other chemicals. Happy chemicals. So clearly I like those happy chemicals. <laughs> Let me have my voices, all right? Let me have my voices. Um, what I'm saying is... <clears throat> If you say have something like a pancake, it's chocolate chip, it's got chocolate in it, right? It's got the wheat, uh, the bread uh, that it's made of, right? That's complex sugar. The chocolate's a complex sugar. Um, carbohydrate, I mean, complex, complex carbohydrate. The doused, or the, the sugar inside of the, right, the, the pancake is also complex carbohydrate. And then the, sh the sweetener that you put on top is also a complex carbohydrate. So that's four aspects of complex carbohydrates, probably all different lengths, probably all different, like, situations, right? That's if your syrup is good syrup. You may have a syrup that has two or three different um, sugars in it. See? Sugars, sugars, sugars. You're not going to like me here to 
blah, 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 blah. You're not going to like me saying it, but it's it's sugars. And and you can live, you can eat all the sugar you want. Just You just got to sort of be vigilant, I think. I was blown away at how, you know, like, what? This, this, you know, this cereal has three sugars in it? Oh, this, this, uh dressing has two or three different sugars i mean that's kind of mind-blowing but i don't know what i'm saying is that triglyceride is good to have right the fat is good to have like i'm not trust me i'm 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 going at it that's where i'm that's from heading like i want to get some more fats it's good it's protective on the body um but you know how you should feel like you know that there's a threshold um and that's what the uh, ketosis, um, going into ketosis is all about, which I did, which that's what I, uh, and honestly, I think that goes hand in hand with the detox situation that we'll, we'll talk about another time because we're already getting, we're getting up there. I think we're just about finished. I think I probably just about, um, what do you think, Rose? She's looking at me like, I don't know. She's like, why are you why are you even talking into the air? This makes no sense. Then again, I usually do the same thing to her, so. When your body goes into ketosis, basically, right, you've, you've depleted what you got inside your gut, um, and it starts to burn the triglycerides and break those complex fatty uh, tissues, triglycerides, into <clears throat> simple sugars to start to consume. That's why you can go days and days. Well, yeah. Yeah, you can go days and days before you start to get really tired. I can't because I now I have anybody who's already gone and gone through this and, and used up their uh, ketogenic uh, reserves. I don't even know if that's the right term who cares i don't give a shit um you know what i mean like if you've already had that you can't go like i can't go two days without eating it's just it's just not happening um it's gonna be rough like it's gonna start being some serious mass body mass uh weight loss and for some that's good and that's what that and you know what that's what uh when i went to um South America, when I went into the jungles of Peru and, and studied with the shamans and went through that fasting uh, or the dieta, I experienced a lot of that and a lot of that um, purging, if you will. I think that's that's big. I think if you haven't already, it's really a great thing to experience. And I think it's a way to cleanse your body. Because remember, remember I talked about the fat, how the fat is so important. Uh, why is the fat important? Because it makes everything travel, right? It, it brings everything along. But on top of it, it's going to replenish your, your cells. Right? It's going to replenish uh, the old with the new with the positive. Uh, and then that also leaves you with the opportunity to eat the best carbs or sugars we should just call them sugars my friends sugars you can because when you eat the best sugars you can it's going to feed the best microbes best microbes are going to 
utilize the best foods to create the best muscles and fats, right? And it's just going to make you happy. And that's what I mean. That's what I mean. When you've got microbe, you've got microbe actually is, I believe, the, uh, what, what makes your, sort of your, uh, what's it called there? Your, your mood, right? Your mood, how you're feeling. I think it's it's hugely based on gut microbes, and I think we just aren't giving them the time of the day, or we're just, you know, it's still so, it's still so, I don't know, it's still so out there, if you will, um, and we're still learning so much. But anyways, that's that. That's uh that's the podcast for today. The Gut Instinct Podcast. Happy Friday. Stay fried day. Uh this episode was about diet. Right? Is that what it was about? I know, sometimes we get on this thing where we get too excited. Long story short, diets always change. I don't like that word, words, but I don't like using don't like. So, that being said, I hope you had a wonderful, wonderful month of February. If you haven't noticed, I went to the dentist. It was great. It was a beautiful time. Everything's all set. I was really sick, if you were wondering, if you follow the podcast. If not, no worries. Doesn't matter, because podcasts are timeless. And that's why... I make sure I give you the best words possible. Peace and love, homies!